Network presents Football Time. Welcome to Football Time Podcast. Week one is in the books, and it was one intense week one. Oh, yeah. A whole lot of action going down, and uh, I think a whole lot of teams that are probably already uh, questioning things. A lot of close calls. Yes, definitely (laughs) so. All right, week one in the books. We'll start out with Dynamite David. An 8-8-1 week. Yeah, uh, we'll started start, strong. Yes, you did. You started <laughs> strong, and then uh, Saturday came. <laughs> uh, I think Friday was probably the start of the, yep. <laughs> the yep. tipping point. Uh, trust in uh, Mac Brown always gets you uh, burned indeed. All right, Thursday, uh, you went 5-1-1, one, and one, so everybody was riding high and flying high. You start out with Appy State and the minus 9.5. They won 33-19. You also had the under 56, so a double whammy there. Yep. Always nice to have the double whammy to start things off. Uh, this game went pretty apropos. Uh, Appy State looked pretty solid, uh, much better team than uh, Eastern Carolina. Uh, anything in this game really surprised you? No, I thought – I. You know, I hit that under, but I, I thought it would be a little lower scoring than yeah. what it actually was. I'm surprised East Carolina actually managed to get 19. Yeah. Uh, I think App State's a much better team than they are. But, uh, I, I, you know, it picked up there towards the end, and I, I started to get a little worried, but uh, managed to just barely get that under. Yeah, they hit that real big pass to start the game. Yeah. Uh, and I began to question myself, but uh, Appy State then took control, uh, pretty much dominated, a couple trash points at the end for East Carolina, but I was a little shocked that they got to 19. But uh, anyway, you threaded that needle at uh, under 56, yep. and that's always a fun one because there's a couple others that you didn't quite thread. Not quite. And uh, uh, that would be the next one, uh, Boise State, Central Florida. That was a five-point spread. Uh, Central Florida went down 21 nothing, and then all of a sudden uh, – they made a run and uh, got back in this game. Yeah. This was a back and forth game there in the second half. Uh, I, I thought both teams were uh, pretty impressive, looked pretty good. Uh, I think both teams will be, you know, really, really good teams uh, throughout the year. Uh, I thought Gabriel was great. Uh, he's just awesome throwing that ball. I think we'll get into it later where uh, quarterbacks who could not throw the ball at all. Well, without those interceptions, I, mean, yeah. I think you said dominates. This oh game. yeah. That uh, pick six to uh, <laughs> yeah. start the game, yeah. the hundred yard interception. I, I know you were probably holding your breath there, but uh, you end up uh, not quite there. Uh, the minus five. I got to push. You got to so. push on it. Not quite there. Uh, so you did. Almost, you did hit the under in it though at yes. sixty-eight and a half. So you were really threading these uh, under by one point. But yeah, uh, anyway, uh, good call, bad call. I-, I thought this game was just a really good game. It played out pretty much like I, I thought it would. Anything shock you too much in this game, or just two really good teams playing good football? Yeah, I thought you know Boise State defensively mm-hmm. looked really solid, and you know what we come to expect from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think with their struggles on offense, mm-hmm. uh, I. I you know, we picked it on our previous show. I don't think they win the Mountain West this year. Yeah, uh, we'll get into a couple of those teams that might make a push for the Mountain West. Uh, next up, Houston Baptist versus New Mexico State. Uh, 
27-17, Houston Baptist for some reason was a 24 and a half point favorite. I'm not sure the talent temperature. I don't know if New Mexico beats anybody. Yeah. But. Uh, maybe when Brian Erlacher was there in the uh, mid to early 90s. But uh, since then, I, I'm not quite sure. But, uh, you know, Houston Baptist, a very, very solid, uh, yeah. you know, FCS uh, team. So uh, I, I thought that was a really good pick. I almost pulled the trigger on it myself. Uh, but good bet there. Uh, I didn't watch a ton of this game. I, I watched a little bit in it at first half. Uh, you know, overall, uh, both teams, uh, I, I'd go I'll, with. I'll have to admit, I didn't watch that <laughs> I game at all. You, I figured you didn't. There was many other Thursday games, and my guess is uh, Sparky did not have enough TVs to <laughs> move this into <laughs> TV uh, two or three. I don't even know TV two was in the play there. All right. So uh, Houston Baptist gets a pretty easy cover there. Uh, yep. You know, talent-wise, I think both these are uh, – you know, about the same. We'll go to the next one. And this one was a heartbreaker for you. You know, you had the first two where you threaded the needle. This one, the needle threaded you right back. Nine right? points in the first half. <laughs> Nine points in the but first half. But somehow hits over 60. 40 points in the uh, full game. And uh, Eastern Washington, UNLV, uh, the under on that one, 67 and a half. And uh, you get uh, a double OT, touchdown, 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 touchdown. And that equals 28 points and uh, say goodbye to any under. But uh, I actually watched uh, a lot of this game and, uh, you know, uh, didn't surprise me all that much. I, I think I mentioned to you on uh, Thursday morning that, uh, you know, Eastern Washington might not be as good as they were back in yeah. the day as a subdivision team, but still uh, easily as just as much talent as a, a UNLV well, team. When I was looking at this pick, you know, I knew Eastern Washington was going to score the ball offensively, yes. but I didn't think uh, UNLV was going to score that many points themselves. So that's that's why I missed that under. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, maybe that's a sign of things to come. Maybe UNLV can be a little bit spunky uh, this year and score points uh, defensively. Uh, I'm not sure they're quite going to be able to keep up, though, uh, giving up 35 at home to Eastern Washington. So a tough one there, uh, but overall uh, a decent one. And your next one probably your pride and joy pick yeah. of the year. Uh, I don't know if you get one that moves 10 points like this again, but uh, maybe if a COVID situation hits. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Western Kentucky, you got it the early, early line of uh, nine and a half. Yep. This opened and I just thought it had to be a mistake. Yeah. I, I love this Western Kentucky team. They're actually uh, one of my favorites in their conference and Playing a team like UT Martin, only nine and a half. I was all over that. I wish I'd put more on it, put the house on it. <laughs> that would have been the one to put the house on. Uh, it ended up climbing to about 19 or 20 points. Western Kentucky had really no problem. Uh, the only thing I, I was a little stunned about was uh, UT Martin getting to 21. We'll get to my pick on yeah. that game that uh, sort of went down the tube because uh, one – Western Kentucky ended up scoring the over by themselves. But uh, I think that 21 was a little bit of a, a shock to my well, system there. So it is UT mm -hmm. Martin, but how much do you read into Zappi's performance at quarterback uh, there? I, I, I really, 400 uh, yards, I was watching, I was watching this, this was on TV, uh, like one and a half. It was on the iPad over there. <laughs> I, I was just wanting to see what the offense looked like. And uh, 
it, it looked uh, really, really solid back to, you know, sort of the days of Brom and them. So uh, maybe the offense is coming, uh, but maybe that means the defense goes away. Because uh, I, I will admit, uh, you know, UT Martin got a couple there late, but uh, they did have 14 in the first half, and that was about 14 yep. more than I thought they'd score for the game <laughs> there. So uh, that was a little nerve wracking, but that concludes your Thursday, 5-1-1. One, and one. So uh, really good Thursday. And uh, then Friday came along and uh, started down. Yes, I know. Your trust in Mac Brown and the North Carolina Tar Heels uh, did not occur. Uh, Non-explosive offense, uh, defense somehow was actually half okay, uh, but uh, Sam Howe could not find any playmakers. His his Heisman hopes are over. Yes, uh, (laughs) uh, lots of interceptions. I I don't know. uh, A couple of them I don't totally blame on him, but uh, just not really the offense that North Carolina was last year and uh, Virginia Tech just sort of ate them alive. Yeah, I, I love Virginia Tech's defense in this game. Uh, I can't tell if it's more their defensive play or just North yes. Carolina's lack of any offensive production. Yeah. Uh, they lost a lot of weapons to the draft last year and it's been proven hard to replace so far. Uh, Virginia Tech struggled a lot offensively. Um, so I'm interested to see how they move going forward in this season, but I like seeing the change in their defense actually showing up for once. Yeah, that's uh that was the only thing about this game. I'd looked at the last, uh, like five in the series and yeah. everyone had been played in the high forties to fifties. And, uh, luckily I did not talk myself into the over. I almost did because I believe it was in the high sixties and I was like, Hey, I don't know who could hit that, but was really shocked. This thing was so low scoring. Now maybe Virginia tech has found a defense. This is been a school that's been built as a defensive program but uh it will be interesting to see how these two teams uh, respond in the next weeks i i don't know if i still have a read on virginia tech i i still think i have a pretty good read on what north carolina is going to be but uh yeah. i i think they just will it'll be half the season them trying to find weapons and how, how about that atmosphere in blackness yeah I know. that that's, first night that that was a home field range yeah, for sure definitely so all right uh we'll go from uh Friday's games to Saturday's games, and we'll go from probably the second (laughs) biggest disappointment. uh, uh, I don't know whose offense was worse, Indiana's. uh, We'll get to Clemson's or uh, North Carolina. But uh, anyway, uh, Iowa ripped uh, Indiana to shreds. Uh, This game was pretty much over uh, by halftime. Indiana couldn't find any offense, did not look anything like the team they were. And Iowa 34-6 and basically just crushed this game away in the second half. But uh, what do you make of this? Indiana one-year wonder or maybe just need a couple games for Penix to figure things out? Well, we knew last year, you know, Indiana's offense comes and goes on how Penix performs. Um, If he's not there, they're not there. And he just had an awful game. Uh, Not nearly – didn't show up as much as I expected him to. I thought he would perform a lot better. Uh, I had the over in this 145. And uh, if Indiana had managed to score – they More than a couple field goals. Get the garbage there. I, uh, the I, I, I should have hit that, but how about Iowa? It looked really yeah. impressive. Uh, people really starting to take notice and maybe giving them a shot to win the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see if this defense carries over. Yeah. And we'll see if this uh, sort of offense uh, carries over as well. I, I thought their offense looked pretty solid. That's a, that's a stout Indiana yeah. defense. Too. Yes. Uh, so, you know, it'll be really interesting to see how this team goes. Uh, Preview for Thursday, Iowa, Iowa State this week. That should be a really, really interesting game. Yeah, I, I looked at it. I think uh, this morning I was getting four and a half. Yeah, I, I think that's 
sort of what I saw on uh, Sunday night. But uh, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, the hits keep coming. Uh, this one wasn't quite as bad offensively as the others, but this game was right there to be there. Another loss on you. Uh, you had West Virginia minus yep. the two and a half. Uh, Maryland won 30 24. I, I think this game played out exactly why I didn't want to touch either of these teams. You don't know what you're getting from Maryland. I still don't know what I'm getting from Maryland. Uh, West Virginia, I thought the defense was pretty solid, but the uh, quarterback uh, continued to yep. uh, just really uh, cause them problems and uh, pretty much hand Maryland this game. So yep. that was a tough one to take. Yeah, West Virginia controlled the game for the most part. Yeah. Um, I was I was watching a lot of this game and uh, just waiting for them to pull away. They had a one-point lead for about a quarter and a half, and then uh, they just gave Maryland opportunity after opportunity, even though their defense was getting stops. Yeah. West Virginia's defense actually played pretty solid, and then, uh, you know, you can only hold so much when your quarterback yes. just throwing the ball to the other team. Yeah, uh, I, I did thought Maryland's offense looked a little spunky. I, I don't trust that defense. Uh, um very curious how they, you know, play out in a couple more games versus teams like West Virginia, because I, I do think you're right. If the quarterback play had been anywhere near adequate, I, I think West Virginia rolls this game pretty good. So, you know, it's once again, I, I think I'm probably going to stay away from these teams for quite a while uh, before I really, really put uh, any money down on these two. And uh your offensive woes continue. Um, <laughs> Do we have a win we're going to get to in a minute? <laughs> I think we're getting to a win. Uh, they're coming up, but uh, we're in a bad offensive stretch for you here. Uh, you had the bad early morning offensive juju, and it uh, continued in this game. Uh, yep. Wisconsin minus five, uh, 16-10. Um, really, I, I didn't think either of these teams looked all that good. No. I thought Clifford was uh, – terrible for Penn State. Uh, they really should have ran away with this game. And really, they are half lucky. They got away with a win uh, with all the missed kicks, the missed extra points. I, I was sitting there. This is the most James Franklin-like loss of all time. They miss an extra point. Uh, Wisconsin drives down in the last minute and <laughs> gets the touchdown and Penn State loses the game, though they somehow sort of dominate the game. But uh, the only thing good I can say about this is uh, I thought Penn State's running attack was really, really good. Their defense looked explosive, but uh, I think they're still going to lose a whole lot of games uh, with that quarterback play. Yeah, and, you know, this game kind of went how I thought it would. I thought Wisconsin would perform a little better. Uh, you know, they had a 30-carry rusher, 100-plus yes. uh, yards. Wisconsin, I think, always <laughs> – gives one back 30 carries yes. and then he'll probably end up in the NFL. Uh, but I was disappointed with Graham Mertz. Uh, yeah. I was big on him. He looked really good early last year before he started missing a lot of games. And uh, I thought he would jump on him and, uh, and, and help put the Wisconsin offense over the top. And he just did not show up. Yeah. I, I'm getting a little worried about Graham Mertz. I, I think that uh, leash is getting a little thin yeah. based on the second half of last year. And then the start this year, I don't, uh, he's starting to cost Wisconsin uh, games instead of win them games. Now, I will say I, I didn't think their receivers were that great, uh, but also uh, I think he missed it was Davis on that uh, in route, uh, maybe from about the 20 yard line, he was wide open and he overthrew him by about 10 yards and that would have been the game right there. But uh, he, I, I will, I came away from this game thinking these two teams aren't that good. Well, and you know, I kind of wonder if, the Big Ten is as happy that they chose to play conference games yes, in I week know. one. Because uh, you, you wonder if Mertz had played a couple cupcakes before this yes. game, if he had got maybe his rhythm going. His rhythm. Uh, maybe this would have been a different story. But, nope, week one, yep. knocked off. 
Uh-huh. All right. We'll move to uh, another disappointment for you. Yeah. Uh, Syracuse, my boys, Dino Babers. Yeah. Put it on, Ohio. Uh, Ohio, once again, uh, I, I watched. Uh, yeah, he needs any winning he can get yes. to keep his job. I watched in and out spurts of this. Syracuse pretty much jumped, jumped on him early yeah. and then. This game was uh, over. Uh, Ohio's uh, offense really never got going in this game, which uh, I don't know if you credit Syracuse defense. Uh, I, I will say traditionally Ohio has been sort of a slow starting team. So uh, I don't take a ton from this game other than maybe there's a little life in Syracuse here. I, what I take from this is I'm not as big on Ohio's chances yeah. in, in their conference now. I, I thought they were going to be right up there in the top tier of teams and uh, just no offensive production. And I mean, Maybe the Syracuse defense is that good. I'm, I'm not so sure. Uh, just total lack of production on all yeah, that. Yeah, I'm buoyed now about Clemson going up there. <laughs> we'll get to that one soon enough. Syracuse always <laughs> seems to give them a fight. I know. That's, <laughs> I, I, we might pitch another shutout. And, and Clemson can't score, apparently. Yes, I know. We'll, <laughs> we'll go to you. We're on a winner here and a good winner. This yeah. one was, uh, these are my favorite kind of winners. Uh, the game was pretty much done and dusted <laughs> by the first quarter because Stanford wasn't moving the ball at all. No, uh, but uh, two quarterback yes. system is not a great thing. For <laughs> no, uh, Kansas State minus two and a half, uh, 124.7. And uh, that, that score doesn't do justice. Uh, basically, this game was just K-State controlled it the whole way. Yep. Uh, I will say this, uh, I thought K-State really looked good, and maybe they've uh, sort of worked themselves into a little bit of a, a contender into that Big 12. Uh, I, I'm hoping this doesn't make their lines too jumpy, because I really liked having that two and a half at K-State. Well, I, I'm thinking um, maybe it's just because they were able to run the ball this whole game, yes. but I'd like to see a little more out of Skylar Thompson yeah. offensively. Uh, yeah, he can run the ball, they can they can pound the rock, but I'd like to see them air it out a little bit. If they're, they're going to keep up with the Oklahomas of, of their conference, uh, they're going to need to be a little bit more productive offensively, but they took care of business. Well, they, we they get to that one in yes. trouble <laughs> in, in a little bit, but uh, we'll move on. Another winner for you and another cruiser, uh, Marshall, uh, 49, Navy yeah. 7, uh, minus uh, three on this one, and uh, Marshall was uh, pretty much – just in control. Uh, we'll get to my uh, under bet costing me on this one. It was very nice of Marshall to uh, score three touchdowns in the uh, last eight minutes of the game when they were uh, pretty much up uh, 28 nothing. So that's always a fun one when you have an under, but uh, Marshall easily much better team here than uh, Navy. Yeah, we were we were both down on Navy in our preseason. And I when I saw it was just a three point, I was all over Marshall here. Uh, Again, this is another one I should have put a little more on because uh, I had no doubt from this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll go to the one where I don't know what this game was. We were both way off. <laughs> I don't know if we were way off or <laughs> these two teams are the greatest two defenses of all time. And uh, But uh, anyway, uh, Georgia wins 10-3. Uh, no one scores an offensive touchdown in the game. The game is decided by a pick six in the second quarter. And uh, it's just a loser. Uh, Clemson's offensive line was atrocious. Yep. Um, DJ was not great. And, uh, you know, I, I, I said in our preseason preview, maybe the running game uh, might hurt them. I, I did not think it would be this bad. They didn't even trust it. No, uh, they didn't even trust DJ to yeah. run, is, which I, I thought was a bit of a mistake. I thought they'd use him at least a little bit as an option guy, but uh, maybe they don't trust the depth behind him in case he gets hurt. But uh, this game stunned me in a, a lot of ways. But uh, 
I, I come away this game a little bit like I came away from Penn State and uh, Wisconsin. I'm not sold on either of these two teams offensively at all. Yeah, I don't, you know, a lot of people are giving Georgia a lot of credit and, you know, they get the win. Yes. So you got to give them that. But uh, I'm interested to see where these, these teams are when they play some other yes. uh, offenses mm -hmm. just because this was an ugly football oh, game. It was – you can say defensive struggle, but uh, these two offenses were really, really bad and couldn't move the ball. I'm very interested to see uh, Georgia next week versus UAB. UAB's defense was really, really solid. If uh, maybe Georgia can find some scoring there, yeah. I might begin to trust them a little bit, but I'm, I'm curious to see how this offense goes. Clemson, you know, their schedule is pretty cake. I, I don't know if you know, well, Clemson pretty but, much needs Georgia yes. to play well the rest of the year to even have their but, playoff hopes uh, alive. That offensive line just no, was yeah. leaking everybody. And, uh, you know, I, I guess they're lucky they don't play like a Miami or something who can rush the passer. But, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how Clemson uh, plays because this was the worst I've seen Clemson's offense look uh, in probably – 15 years. <laughs> I'm going back to like before Taj Boyd and that's a long, long time ago. So uh, really interesting how this uh, game uh, played out overall. All right. Uh, next up, uh, speaking of disappointments, uh, Houston, Yikes. Texas Tech. Um, I don't even know how to summarize this other this was the uh, Dana Holgerson special. Go up 21-7, go into halftime, and then proceed to uh, not score in the second half and allow Texas Tech to pretty much uh, dominate the game and then give up two scores in the last three minutes yeah, of we, the game. We were both burned by this game, <laughs> I believe. Uh, yes, we were. Liked our dark horse Houston uh, to win the conference, and uh, – now this non-conference mm -hmm. game, so yes. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm reading a little into that Houston team, and uh, it it may be time for Holgerson to move on. After yeah, this year. I think my future for Houston to win the AAC is. Can you uh, cash that out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think for uh, for positive dollars, but uh, uh, you might take what you can get. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, the Dana Holgerson special. I don't know how much money that man has lost me uh, starting from the West Virginia days, but uh, it's probably up there and coaches lost of yeah. disappointing losses in life. And this one was really, really just uh, bad. Uh, lastly, you got your Nevada 22, 17. Uh, this one was a weird one. It, it was a little bit back and forth there in the first half. Nevada managed to take control in that second quarter. And then Basically, after a couple scores, Nevada got out there, scored right off the bat in the third quarter. Yep. Uh, then it was just gross and sloppy. Uh, now, this looked exactly like a Cal game usually has looked mm -hmm. under Justin Wilcox, but uh, Nevada came away with the win. The only thing I'll say is uh, the offense did not look exp as explosive as I thought it would, but well, uh, I, I give Cal you yeah. know, a lot of that credit. This is how Cal plays, and it's not fun to play. That's what I was going to say. I wouldn't read too much into Nevada's offensive performance. You know, Cal, they they really like to make the games ugly. Yes. That's, that's what Wilcox does. He keeps it close. And, you know, on the road, uh, they managed to come in and take care of business. I'm really impressed. They're still my favorite. Yeah, uh, and my guess is Cal's going to – 
spank one or two of these uh, teams and uh, no one's going to expect it. Someone's going up there and scoring nine points and losing 12-9, I'm pretty sure. But uh, overall, that puts you at uh, three and six on a Saturday. Tough Saturday, but eight, eight and one overall. You're sitting at 500. Uh, that's a better start than you had last year. Yep. So uh, we'll cruise into week two. Uh, we know a little bit more now, so uh, we'll see how it goes. A little bit more informed decisions yes. this week. All right. Uh, we'll start off my third Thursday, I went one, two, and one. Uh, we'll start off with NC State and South Florida. Uh, NC State cruised uh, pretty easy in this game. Uh, looked pretty good, I thought, offensively. Uh, defensively, they looked all right, but uh, I, I think a little well, of that um, might have been the uh, opponent uh, overall. Well, hey, you know, give them credit. They're one of the few teams that was a big favorite that took care yeah, of business. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that uh, had some closer calls than they were expecting this weekend, and NC State just came in and handled theirs. So uh, kudos to them, and I'm interested to see this matchup next week. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see uh, maybe this is one of the – fringe teams that uh, contends yep. in the ACC. If, the, if that defense can hold up like it did, yeah. uh, they, they definitely can put some points on the board. So uh, interesting to see how they I, move forward. I'm eyeballing them this week yeah. a lot already. Uh, Citadel had plus 35 versus Coastal Carolina. Uh, this game played out sort of like I thought, but I thought Citadel getting that 20-point range. Didn't quite get in that 20-point no. range. Didn't cover 38 I had 35, so a tough one there. Uh, that was basically just a, a backdoor. Citadel usually gets a couple good touchdowns uh, there. All right, uh, we'll move to the uh, Minnesota-Ohio State game. Uh, this pretty much played out, I think, exactly like I said. Minnesota plays tough early. Fourth quarter comes around. Ohio State hits two or three well, huge plays, and I get a bad push. Well, their running back got hurt, Yes, and then <laughs> they had no passing game whatsoever. So, uh, uh, they may they had a shot and you know so anyway yeah uh, tough one to, on that one uh, we'll move on to uh, UT Martin Western Kentucky for me I had the under I mentioned uh, the wonderfulness of Western Kentucky scoring yep. fifty nine and UT Martin going twenty one <laughs> that one didn't play out quite how I uh, picked it so uh, one two and one on Thursday on Friday I went a nice three and zero uh, plus I gave you that nice money line parlay twenty to one that uh, that covered the weekend of uh, not great picks on the other days so uh, if you get twenty to one you're all right but we'll start out with Charlotte over Duke plus six and a half uh, Duke did not look great in this game and uh, Charlotte. The one thing they can do is score offensive points. So uh, that's pretty much how this game played out. Duke couldn't keep up offensively. And uh, Charlotte managed enough defense to uh, pull this game out. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, Virginia Tech, North Carolina. We already went over. Uh, I had the uh, Virginia Tech side of things on that one. Uh, the Michigan State Northwestern game. Uh, Really, really. That one surprised me a little bit. That one didn't surprise me so much the more I looked into history. And uh, weirdly, Michigan State has owned Northwestern, even when Michigan State has been bad the last couple of years and Northwestern have been good. Uh, and uh, North, I think Northwestern's offense just uh, is going to struggle like we thought uh, all year long. Uh, we'll see if the defense can make up. For well, it. how about that rushing game from Kenneth Walker? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that, he was mauling them there at the end. Uh, nice tack on touchdown, too, at yeah, the yeah. Uh, very end of the game. Uh, but it eased my mind because I was sitting there waiting for my parlay to go through, and I kept waiting for Michigan State to fumble like five times in a row and cost me my uh, – Parlay after I already counted winning. So a three and O day on Friday. On Saturday we went four and seven. Not the greatest of day, and we'll start out with the uh, one that uh, pretty much just hurt my soul uh, and uh, broke. 
all my spirit. This, this team needs to quit football. <laughs> I think this team is quitting football. Randy Etzel has retired since and uh, will be no longer coaching the team after this season. So we get uh, nine more games of this uh, complete and utter garbage team. But uh, UConn, 28. Holy Cross, 38. Um, how you give up 38 points to Holy Cross <laughs> confuses even me. Uh, they are a mid-tier uh, team in the Colonial, as in they always finish fifth or sixth behind <laughs> about five boy, teams. But uh, anyway, uh, not much to see there. Bad defense, I guess, okay offense. But uh, just very disturbing that loss. Uh, we'll move to Georgia State Army. Uh, that one was a bad one. Yeah. Uh, Georgia State had uh, nothing to offer. They did uh, screw me over a little bit and had some COVID pullouts, even though I was searching for them for a, quite a while. And they didn't tell me till game time. But uh, Georgia State wasn't good enough to play with Army in this one at all. Yeah, I ended up jumping on and tailing you on this one. and uh, That was a very poor decision. <laughs> yeah, thanks this for was, that one. <laughs> well, I will say, this one was over in wish, the first 15 minutes. I wish so. I'd tailed that, I wish I'd tailed that parlay <laughs> yes. on Friday. <laughs> well, see, you get the winners that are over in 15 minutes and feel good. This one I marked out uh, before I even got the TV on. I turned it on. It was like 21 nothing, and I'm like, ah, that one's done. Uh, bad call there. All right. Uh, Kansas State, Stanford, we already went over. We both had that one. Pretty nice game. Uh, Marshall versus uh, Navy, uh, we both had that one. I had the under 48. Thank you, Marshall. Three touchdowns, last eight minutes when you're up 35, nothing. Good spot. Uh, Lafayette, plus eight versus Texas. Uh, just sort of wore down in that second half. Couldn't hang with them. I, I did get the under in that game of uh, 58. But uh, interesting game. I thought Texas uh, defense looked uh, pretty yeah. solid. Uh, maybe they can contend a little bit in the Big 12 or a little too early to doubt. I, I, I think I'm still in wait and see mode for, for them. Mode. Yeah, uh, I think they've got another good game coming up this week. Yes. So uh, I'd like to see what they do a little bit more offensively with that young quarterback, but defense looks solid. Yeah, that's I. they didn't make the uh, stupid mistakes, giving up explosive plays, uh, played solid defense and uh, got it. Uh, Oregon State, Purdue, over 68 and a half was a loser. I did think Purdue looked pretty good. Uh, problem was they controlled this game pretty much early, and I didn't That's, get my trading touchdowns until the fourth quarter when it tightened up. So You know, this is a non-conference, but I think it's a big win for this Purdue program yeah, that desperately I, needs it. Uh, uh, so, Well, with some of the uh, losses in the Big Ten, maybe Purdue steps up and uh, yeah. sort of puts himself, I wouldn't say contender spot, but uh, the – second tier behind their Ohio offense State. looks solid yes uh so and uh, they held somebody to 21 points i don't know how often they held anyone to 20 in a game uh the last couple of years but uh didn't get my over there but uh, uh interesting purdue game maybe i might be on them a little bit more uh we mentioned houston and texas tech uh daniel holgerson took one week to be banished from me ever taking uh houston probably the rest of the season now if that lasts past six weeks uh i'll be stunned i'll talk myself <laughs> into them they'll beat some uh pansy up by 40 points and i'll be back all on them uh clemson georgia we already went over that uh disgusting debacle of a game and uh san diego state new mexico state that under was 50 and a half that game scored 38 points why that under was 50 and a half i don't know <laughs> but somebody probably should have put a little bit more money on that game because uh there was no way those two teams were scoring uh 50 points all right, that does it for our betting side of things. Eight, nine, and one for me. Eight, eight, and one for you. Not the worst start, not the best start, 
week two a little more information. We'll see if we can improve upon that. Style it in a little week. bit. All right, let's get into some of the games we did not bet on. Uh, Alabama, Miami, 44 13. Uh, Sickens me how good Alabama is. The season already over. <laughs> How many injuries have to occur into Alabama's team before the playing field is level? That defense is <laughs> I know. <laughs> Miami could not even think I, about I think, moving the ball. I think there's a few NFL teams that would like to have this defense. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, the one, uh, Oklahoma Tulane, uh, the only thing I can say is the uh, rhetoric that Oklahoma's defense was improved uh, seemed to be fiction I, once again. Uh, and Rattler couple interceptions well you know i was really surprised by this one because yeah. oklahoma didn't lose any talent from last and, then Tulane, and, they, and they brought yeah. in a lot of more talent and they got the home game that they weren't supposed to have yeah <laughs> um so i just don't know what happened here i'm interested to see if this was just an outlier or if this is going to be a trend yeah. we see throughout the season uh, i just will say rattler he's a turnover guy he's not like murray he's not like mayfield he's not like hurts who never turned the ball over He's a little sloppy. I think that's going to cost him. Um, it's cost him the last couple of years. So yep. we'll see uh, how they improve uh, from week one to week two. Cincinnati, Miami, Ohio. Uh, this game was a blowout, but yeah. uh, Good I, Cincinnati. The, I, I, right now, I think Cincinnati, Ohio State, Alabama are the three best teams. Yeah, I think so Cincinnati's got a very good yeah. shot at being the playoffs. Definitely so. Uh, USC, San Jose State was uh, 30 to 7. You know, USC looked pretty solid. They balanced 34 runs, 36 passes. I think if they can do that, um, they are probably the lead team in the Pac-12. We'll get to another one here in a minute. But uh, if they play that balanced style, that's a tough, tough offense mm -hmm. uh, to play for sure. Uh, San Jose State threw the ball pretty well. A couple turnovers really cost them. And, uh, you know, uh, good USC game. We'll see if they can do it for uh, 12 games this year. Yep. Uh, LSU, UCLA, 38-27. Uh, UCLA sort of LSU'd here. They just ran them to death, wore them down that fourth quarter. This thing was over. I think this is the beginning of the end for Ed yeah, I, I think I don't think he makes it through this season. Yeah. Uh, the way UCLA gutted them on the run, that probably hasn't been done in quite a while uh, versus an LSU team. But uh, UCLA looked pretty good. Uh, maybe yeah. it's the Chips year. back. Chips back. He's running the ball and even uh, Robinson. Look to be able to throw forward passes, only one interception. So, uh, hey, uh, if they get any quarterback play, I think this UCLA team could be interesting. Uh, probably the biggest stunner, uh, yep. Montana 13, Washington 7. You were big on this Washington team. I was. I thought the defense was good. The defense was good. Uh, the offense, on the other hand, was not, uh, you know, I'm a little worried now. Uh, Chris Peterson's not there. I think he sort of covered up a lot of their offense. If you've looked them, watched them the past, you know, four or five years, their offense has been a little hot and cold. I, I think Peterson covered that up. And I don't know if this defensive coordinator probably has the coaching yeah. to sort of hide the cracks of that offense. It got exposed here. They couldn't move the ball at all. Now, this is a pretty solid Montana team, but uh, the talent that's on this Washington should not be scoring seven points versus Montana. So uh, that's uh, a little nerve wracking. We'll see if this uh, sends Washington into the cellar. Uh, this might be the beginning of the end for the Washington uh, rise and fall. Uh, back Very to quick. the bottom. Yes, I know. How many years were they ago were they in the playoffs? Oh, probably six, six years ago. Yeah. Uh, Peterson had him 10 wins for about three more years, and then he left. But uh, 
I assume somebody will be sniffing around Karis Peterson, possibly that LSU team that we just <laughs> talked about. But uh, UT San Antonio, Illinois, uh, I don't think either of us were stunned at uh, UT San Antonio. Yeah. I think we were stunned that neither of us bet on We should have pulled the trigger on this one. We were both, <laughs> I was... we were both sitting here. Uh, I think UT San Antonio is going to go in there and win, and then we ignore the game. And, of course, the result that uh, yeah. we knew was going to happen happened. UT San Antonio. UT San Antonio carved them up offensively. Yeah. They just passed on. I knew they had a good offense yeah. there. Uh, I, I will say Illinois' offense looked good again. So, uh, you know, maybe there's a little life in that offense, but uh, that defense got shredded, which uh, makes me extremely nervous uh, for Nebraska, even though they hung like 52 on Fordham. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little nervous for how bad that uh, Nebraska team might be if UT San Antonio went in there and put 37 on them. Uh, Northern Illinois uh, went into Georgia Tech yep. and won. Now, this one, I was... I did not see that one coming. I was a little bullish on Georgia Tech. Uh, I no longer am bullish <laughs> on Georgia Tech. Uh, this Northern Illinois team... Is bad. Probably one of the worst yeah. in the MAC. Uh, <laughs> unless they all of a sudden have become good again, which, you know, at one point in time, they were one of the dominant teams, not only in the MAC, but in the country. But uh, this one disturbed me uh, quite a bit. So uh, I think that uh, Georgia Tech coach, probably on pretty thin ice. This yep. isn't one. Should they go back to the triple option? Well, uh, <laughs> they didn't lose games like this when they had the triple option. I will say that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was really, really disturbing result. And then, oh, last night's game. Great game. Notre Dame pulled Best it out. Best game of the weekend. I Notre think. Dame pulled it out 41-38. They got up 38-20. I, I thought this was over. Uh, Mackenzie Milton got yeah. in there and started Good to see him back. That's a launching great bombs. Story. And uh, I don't know if Florida State is great, but uh, the one thing I will say, they didn't quit. And I think the previous two, three years, they roll over. Mm -hmm. This game gets, you know, 50 to 14. Uh, Mackenzie Milton got in there. They fought, they clawed back, got back into overtime and uh, just couldn't quite close it back. Uh, does Mackenzie stay the starter or did they go back? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, it was fun to have him there in that fourth quarter riding things out. I feel for that kicker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Week one in the books. Week two upon us. Be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss our Thursday show with all our week two picks. We got our NFL show, our last preview on deck the NFC and AFC West. We're going West. And then we have our picks on Friday. So an action-packed week for you. Winning Daily will be back probably on Tuesday or Wednesday once some more games start rolling around. Little light slates. So uh, we'll be back Tuesday or Wednesday with Winning Daily. You don't want to miss any of that action. So like and subscribe. That's our show. And we're out. Greenlight Network presents Football Time.